Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The U.S. Market Update with Money FM 89.3. Good morning, folks. Here's what we have on the screen. Markets slightly lower. So we are seeing the S&P 500 trimming an earlier decline, a larger earlier decline. And this helped by tech shares. So the broad market index down by 0.2%, closing at 4,756. The blue chip Dow Jones Industrial Average lost 157 points, down 0.4% to close at 37,525. And the Nasdaq Composite recovered from a nearly 0.9% slide, squeezing out a small gain of 0.1% at 14,858. So let's check in now with Christine Short. She is the Vice President of Research at Wall Street Horizon. Christine, thanks for joining us on the show today. Thanks so much for having me. Happy New Year. So let's get into how markets are opening up the year with um, a bit of a, I guess, nervous start, I suppose. It does look like the rally is losing steam right now. Yeah, it's true. I mean, the rally we saw late last year is certainly losing steam. We're starting to see, you know, continued declines for 2024. You mentioned, you know, S&P 500 and Dow Jones down today. NASDAQ up for the second day in a row. Tech stocks continue to be strong after they, you know, wavered last week. But I just think the markets are taking a bit of a breather here. I'm not overly concerned. Obviously, there was a large run-up in the fourth quarter last mm-hmm. year. And then I think the other reason you have to look at is yeah, late last week, we did get very strong job data. And in continuing with the trend of 2023, where good news is actually bad news because of interest rates, you're seeing, you know, when we get these jobs reports, if they're stronger than expected, the markets take a bit of a hit because investors expect now that maybe the Fed will not lower interest rates as quickly as hoped for. So we follow the CME Group uh, Fed Watch tool. And late last year, the expectation for a Fed rate cut at their March meeting was about 80%. And if you look this week, it's down to 58%. So interest rates still very much top of mind and investors are trading on that. And if the economy continues to be strong, while that's great for the American worker, um, it is kind of a concern for the Fed and, and their pace of rate cuts for 2024. Yeah, they've got a lot to watch out for in terms of indicators around employment, uh, wage growth as well. And I suppose market watchers will be keeping an eye on the earnings season that's set to kick off. And this will be happening on Friday in the usual fashion. We'll see the big banks, JP Morgan Chase, Wells Fargo and so on. What will you be looking out for? Yeah, this is a big one. I think investors in particular are going to be looking out for confirmation that the U.S. economy is resilient. We did avoid recession last year. Are we, in fact, headed to that soft landing that we've we've spoken about for the last six months or so? And so they're going to be looking for confirmation in CEO comments. And, you know, we always kick off with the banks, as you said, and they kind of are the bellwethers of the, how the entire season mm. goes. Jamie Dimon of J.P. Morgan, any comments that he makes um, investors really listened to. Last quarter, he actually sounded a little concerned. There was some uncertainty there. He said it was a dangerous time. You know, they hoped for the best, but they were going to consider all economic outcomes. So that's not really something you want to hear. And then you had Jane Frazier at Citigroup similarly saying CEO sentiment 
seem to be falling. So we'll see if the commentary is a little more bullish this time around. Um, and then, of course, there's there's a handful of metrics that investors look for updates on, one being loan loss provisions. So how much are the banks setting aside for um, potential risks or defaults? Because we did see those numbers tick up the last couple of years, and um, it really does say that they see risks on the horizon. So you want to see those numbers normalize. You want to see lending activity increase. Um, and then investment banking, that's been a weak spot mm. for the last year. Not a lot of M&A, not a lot of companies IPOing. So how does that landscape improve for the new year? Yeah, lots to watch out for, loan loss provisions, lending activity, and how interest rates are going to be steering sentiment when it comes to borrowing and also deals. So that's all going to be playing out Friday and onwards. And one of the interesting metrics you're also watching is what's called the Late Earnings Report Index. So what are you getting out of this in the past few quarters? What are you expecting in the latest one? Yeah, that's a proprietary metric that we calculate. Um, the Late Earnings Report Index, as you said, or the Leary. And it looks at the number of outlier earnings dates for the upcoming earnings season, meaning are companies delaying their earnings dates much later than usual or are they advancing them? And the reason that's significant is academic research shows that if a company delays their earnings date, it tends to correlate highly with bad news being shared on the call. If you think about it, it's like if you have bad news, you want to delay it as much as possible. If you have, if you have good news, you want to get out there and share it. And for the first time in the last you know, couple of quarters, we're actually seeing some positive news there. So our current Leary reading is the uh, lowest it's been since 2015. And low is good, meaning that uncertainty is falling. And so, again, this number will change drastically, you know, in the next week or so as more companies come out and announce their earnings states. But I think we're off to a good start and that it says so far CEOs are feeling more certain about short-term growth prospects as we enter this new year and certainly versus how they felt in Q3 last year, Q2 last year. So things seem to be improving there. All right. So it does look like it's going to be a more optimistic 2024 going into the next few months um, with rates coming down. Yeah, I mean, there still is the hope. Maybe if it's not a March rate cut, maybe the following meeting there will be a rate cut. There's certainly, investors are certainly pricing in more rate cuts this year as inflation comes down, as, you know, jobs aren't as hot as they were last year. So you are seeing a bit of a softening in the jobs market, even though those numbers continue to be strong. Mm-hmm. Um, they aren't as strong at year over year as they, they once were. But yeah, and even earnings growth looks to normalize. We did have a couple of quarters of negative growth last year for, for the upcoming fourth quarter reports. We're expecting about 1% rise in S&P 500 profit growth. Um, and again, that number is always quite low going into the into the reports because corporate guidance is low. They try to be conservative, set a very low bar, hoping that, you know, once the uh, news is announced that it beats all estimates and then the, the stocks rise. But I'd expect that number to come up a bit as well. All right. A great preview of the earnings season to come from Christine Short. She's the Vice President of Research at Wall Street Horizon. Christine, thanks for your time this morning. Thanks again for having me. All right. Save Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.